Hello. How you doing today? Good to be back with you. Good to be here. Still moving through our 21 days uh, live together. Glad to be doing it. I know it's been really good for my heart. Um, I don't know what day number I'm on. I think I'm kind of scheduled to be live throughout the rest of this week. We'll add up to 21 days, I think, on Sunday. Um, but guess what? When we started a couple weeks ago, even though there was a lot of craziness going on in the world and, and you know, we had heard about the coronavirus and there was a couple of cases starting to happen, it was not like this where pretty much everything is shut down, right? So for me, it's been wonderful to be here with you and talk to you and, you know, receive comments and notes and emails and messages and all that stuff in connection to these things. And so um, I'm grateful for that. Um, I just finished up talking uh, through the six discipleship rhythms that are happening in everyday life for everyone and ways we can still continue even though it's a little different right now, to see discipleship fit into everyday life with folks, right? Go back and watch some of those videos if you haven't. They're all short, right? Eight or 10 minutes, something like that. And the week before that, I talked about our, our gospel identity and the importance of believing who God says we are as a family of missionary servants now sent as disciples who make disciples. Now, today I, I, wanted, I was thinking about some of the things that are coming in and comments and conversations I'm having with people that we're coaching. Because Tina and I, we coach a whole lot of people, regular people, pastors and their wives, leaders, small group leaders, missional leaders in everyday discipleship and helping to make disciples and multiply community and disciples. And I know right now a lot of churches are trying to figure out what's next, <laughs> you know, right? What's going on? And then even now as people are kind of like, well, we can't even gather up on Sundays. What are we doing and what should we be focused on? Is it just kind of hunkering down and waiting? And so I was thinking through this, this, um, this question of right now, should we be focused on uh, discipleship or evangelism? Should, should our focus when, we're with, when we are with people and interactions we have, should it be discipleship or evangelism? Right. And I think from, from a dominant understanding of things, the church always goes evangelism first. Right. And, and then maybe we get around to discipleship. But I, but I wanted to talk about this because um, you're still going to be interacting with people. I know it's maybe it's not in as big of groups, but, you know, even yesterday as Tina and I were out walking around our neighborhood and we were handing out flyers and putting flyers on mailboxes and doors and everything, letting people know we're here to help in case they need help. And though we don't have a crazy stockpile, we're willing to share and all that. And so as we were walking around, we, we ran into all kinds of people. And so is our focus, our daily focus, like commiseration with people? Or should it be evangelism? Or should it be discipleship? And, and what's the difference? And, you know, for, for a lot of us, I think what the church sort of taught me growing up was evangelism was sort of talk to people about God a little bit enough to get them to church with me. And then the professionals will take over. Well, guess what? That's broken right now. We don't have that. We don't have the opportunity. And, and you're probably not going to run into a neighbor who's scared and fearful and social distancing and all that and say, hey, you want to get online with me and watch the pastor talk in a live stream? I mean, that's even one step removed and maybe even weirder for people because they could always get online and watch plenty of Christian stuff and Christian TV and all, right? And so I wanted to talk today a little bit about what, you know, what should our focus be? And, and real quick, I'm just going to give you some handles and food for thought on this, okay, and how I kind of see this and how the gospel speaks into this, okay? For many of us, we see evangelism as what happens, in other words, the words or events or activities that bring us or help bring others to a point of belief or faith, right? 
That's what evangelism is, faith in Christ. And in contrast, though, we usually understand discipleship to be this process for growth in our Christian lives after we've come to faith or after someone comes to faith. Sort of evangelism gets us in the door, and then hopefully the work of discipleship begins, right? That's how we've traditionally looked at it. So evangelism sort of precedes, leads to a point of conversion, and then discipleship kicks in. But let's take a little closer look at this, okay? You know, maybe I want to ask, are we doing this whole thing out of order? And does that give us some great insight into what we're facing today, right? Think about this. Another word for faith is belief. And the Bible clearly teaches that all sin comes from not believing what is true about God. Go look it up, Romans 14, 23, and elsewhere, right? So discipleship, or what's sometimes called sanctification, and this is how we've articulated it. You've probably heard me say this. Discipleship's the process of moving from unbelief, unfaith, right, unbelief, to belief about what's true about God and the gospel absolutely every area of life, right? Jesus described it this way. If you hold to my teaching, then you're really my disciples, okay? Pretty clear and simple. Um, but then he went on, Jesus went on to say something really interesting. I Okay, this is all found in John 8, verses 31 and 32, right? He says, if you'll be my disciple, hold to my teachings, be my disciples. Then he goes on, he goes, then you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So in Jesus' view, if I'm reading this right, the whole thing starts with learning to follow him, becoming his disciple, living in his ways. And as we enter that process, that's the huge then in that verse. And as a result of it, our lives are then transformed and we're set free from guilt and shame and the weight of sin. See what's going on there? This is what discipleship is all about. According to Jesus, we're discipled to the truth about him, (laughs) about his father, about the kingdom, about sin and forgiveness. But we're discipled to that truth that sets us free. And I think in my experience, we've often done the whole process backwards. We expect people to first believe what we tell them is truth. And then we try to lead them in the Jesus in their heart prayer so they can get saved, you know, get set free. And then maybe we start to disciple them. But most people have never been discipled themselves in the church. And so they don't really move into very active discipleship. Again, they kind of assume that'll happen at the church building, but that's not going to happen, at least not right now. And Unfortunately, for a lot of churches, it hasn't happened, okay? So did Jesus call his disciples to follow him and do life with him after they got saved or believed? No, see, he called them to walk with him and walk in his ways and do life, right? For three years, as they came to know the truth and experience the kingdom of God at hand, Jesus says, the kingdom is among you now, it's here. And this is what led to their transformation, their freedom. And so I in Jesus' mind, what he did was he he thought and what he commanded to us was discipleship leads to the truth that sets us free in every area of life that leads to freedom, right? That's the process. It's not the other way around. I think we've been doing this backwards. So which is most important right now? Like today as we're facing great fears and 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 people who are trying to socially isolate, we're even being told to. And even though it says, well, groups of 10 or less, Some people are going like none, zero. I think that if we focus on Jesus model and discipleship is helping people move from unbelief to belief in the gospel right now, we're accomplishing both at the same time. 
I think we're evangelizing them. What's evangel? Evan the good news. We're good newsing them as we walk in the ways of Jesus with them, help them see, right, the truth as they walk in those ways and get set free. What does that look like? Well, that might look different for you than me. But part of what that looked like yesterday was Tina and I walking around her neighborhood and, and, and putting flyers on doors and posting them on all our sort of neighborhood big mailboxes where we all could drive up and get our mail and all that and posting it on our Facebook group and, and texting people and all, letting them know that we're here for them, that we're praying for them, that if they need someone to talk to, we're all healthy and safe and they're free to come over, that we'll share our stuff if they run out. If they need something from the store, they're afraid of that. Uh, we'll go for them. It's okay, right? And so what are we helping people do? Is that evangelism? Yeah, because it's good news to them because of what Christ has done in us. In us, We don't have to fear these things. I'm not. We're not freaking out on this. We're being careful, but we're not fearing. We're not living in fear. And it's helping move them from unbelief to belief that God's kids are not living in fear and they're not afraid and that God is higher, that dad is sovereign, that dad's in control right? It's the same thing if you continue, and I've been encouraging the people we coach, continue to have your, you know, your missional community meetings, continue to have an open table meal. If people are sick, ask them to stay home. You know, if they're not sure, hey, let's be cautious. I'm, I'm all about that, okay? Let's be careful if people are in high-risk categories, but let people self-select and show them that, like, help them move from unbelief to belief. Hey, are we only family when it's healthy and the government says so, or are we really still believe our identity and we're family today? Can we continue to treat people like family? Some people say, well, I'm only gonna meet with my family during this whole time until the news or the president or the government tells me so. God has already said, you are part of my family. You're my forever family. I have you, I'm your care, I'm your great provision. And he's called us to treat others the way he's treated us. Jesus says, as I've sent you, as I've been sent, so I sent you. You get to treat people like family now, showing them what God's like and his love for them, helping them move from unbelief to belief. That's discipleship and evangelism all rolled up into one. And I think really that's our call in life all the time. But boy, oh boy, is that important to remember now, today, as we're faced you know, with all this you know, health scare and true risk and fear and distancing. The enemy wants us distant and isolated and alone and just being fed with negativity. Be the hope that the gospel brings, right? And trust that God is helping to move people from unbelief to belief about him during this time as he watches how his kids, how God's family, his own family lives and interacts with others. All right, I hope that'll encourage you. That's how I wanna live. I need the Holy Spirit's help in that. Pray and ask him for how to do that and what you do with that and how and with who. And maybe we'll talk more about that tomorrow. I'll try to be back on here again as planned at noon Pacific. And if you've got any questions at all, please post them down below. Any comments and how you're doing this, post them down below. If you think I'm crazy and full, <laughs> full and you know, nuts, post that. That's okay. We're here for each other. If I can help you in any way, uh, mapping this out or how to lead your communities well, not just going live stream of the show, but how to really see discipleship and evangelism all rolled into one at this time, please hit me up, okay? I'm very easy to find. Um, I'm, you can just email me at caesar at 123lifeschool.com. There's my personal email address. I'm just throwing it out there. Just spell Caesar like the Bible or the pizza or the salad dressing. Caesar at 123lifeschool.com. Let me know or you can direct message me on Facebook if I can help you in any way. 
okay? And uh, I'd love to be able to walk with you. I'm happy to hop on a phone call or whatever we do to encourage you and help you gospel disciple people right now as we're facing all this, okay? I'll see you soon. I look forward to it. I hope you're well. I'm praying for all of you. Pray for Tina and I as well. I love you.